Hello, hello. Hello, everyone. Good morning. Welcome. Good evening. <laughs> yes. Welcome to another Lowenzo masterclass. We absolutely love being live with you guys and sharing what's on our heart to share, sharing what we're learning, what we've integrated in our lives. And you can bet that today's got some got some gems, got some goodies for you. Yes. Yeah, it is 7 a.m. here and 7 p.m. where Zoe is. So we're both sitting in the dark, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we like are. different times <laughs> of the day. I'm like looking out at the at the streetlights. Um, yeah, we are so excited to share this masterclass with you guys and really bring light to the reasons behind so much of the resistance and struggle that we've experienced, that we see others experience when it comes to intentionally creating whatever it is that you want. And, uh, you know, we've been launching our program imperfect and prosperous, which I think is pretty self-explanatory, but we really are on a mission to allow people to let go of the, you know, perfectionism complex that is either happening on like a physical level, like you're requiring perfection of yourself in terms of how you're showing up and the actions that you're taking and the conditions that you're meeting externally, but it can also happen on an energetic level, which is that if you are a conscious manifester or creator, you are, um, you know, requiring yourself to be in this perfect mindset all the time in alignment all the time to never have doubt, to never have uh, fear of any kind. And this just is not only not possible, but not required at all. And it's really about letting that struggle go and understanding where it originates from that we get to let it all in. It gets to be easy. And then we don't have any conditions around it staying either, because if we're manifesting something by meeting all of these crazy energetic and strategic conditions, it's unlikely that we're going to be able to uphold those conditions. So we're here today to help you enter a paradigm of flow instead of force, where you get to have all that you desire just by trusting that being yourself in any area of your life is enough. Yes, more than enough. And in fact, the more and more that you answer the call to be more and more of yourself, accept your imperfections, accept yourself fully, you move into a state of allowing where it's just easy. The energy that's that you're using to operate in any area of your life is sustainable because you're truly just being your uninhibited force of nature. That is you. When we, when we construct masks, right. And sometimes this happens subconsciously when we construct these masks, like, let's say it's in dating. And you feel like, you know, I'll speak from my personal experience. There's times when I just, I feel like there's all these subconscious now being made conscious patterns where I had to show up perfect. That's essentially putting on a mask and holding that mask, holding that energetic mask, right? Hiding the things that I think are imperfections or flaws and doing that on such a subconscious level, right? That is, that is consuming a lot of my precious energy right? And that's not actually allowing that individual who I might be interested in or on a date with the opportunity to really get to know Zoe. And then it feels like I'm hiding and then it feels inauthentic. And then it just overall doesn't feel like something that is sustainable in any regard. Yeah. We're going to share some of our own stories of, you know, conditions 
that we held in places where we really felt like we needed to be perfect in order to have what we wanted and kind of what that cost us um, and how we've transformed or are transforming those areas. Um, Before we kind of dive in our program, Imperfect and Prosperous, which is an eight-week portal to completely shift into a paradigm in which you get to relax and that's what allows you to receive. And we're going to be talking about areas of love, life, finances, business, career. This is like quantum creators in that it's, it doesn't matter what it is that you're desiring to create. We're going to have you integrate, walk through a process that's very different from what we share inside of QC squared um, in order to create this safety in easeful receiving and being yourself and letting that be enough. And uh, we're really passionate about this. We're going to dive in. Actually, the price for Imperfect and Prosperous goes up tonight at 10 p.m. So there is a coupon code. I'm just going to write this. I didn't prepare this the way that I usually would. I'm going to write this here for you guys. It's lowandzo.com slash IAC. Um, IAP. Sorry, IAP. I don't know why I, I've almost sent out so many emails with IAC. I have no idea why, but it's IAP. Um, and, uh, using code prosperous it's on the, um, sorry, I can't multitask. It's on the sales page for you guys. Um, price rising tonight at 10 PM. So, all right. Um, now we want to start by talking about the old paradigm versus the new. Um, so maybe do you want to get started though, with what is like when we talk about, I mean, I think even just understanding what a paradigm is, First and foremost, when we talk yeah. about old paradigm versus the new, how would you describe paradigm to someone? Yeah, the way that I would describe paradigm is like the world that you're living in. So we are all the creators of our own reality. And in any area of life, we have the opportunity to create our own worlds. So an old paradigm that I think a lot of us can relate to that'll, that some of us may have shifted out of, some of us are shifting out of, and some of us are very conscious of is the is the old paradigm in which it it's hustle, it's hard work in order to earn income, and you, it's a lot of suffering. You are not just in a nine to five, you're probably in like an eight to 9 p.m. And you are a slave to the machine and you need to put in a certain amount of hours in order to feel good enough or worthy or receive the raise or receive the promotion. Like a lot of this can kind of relate to corporate culture and what's been going on there. But, you know, for us entrepreneurs, like I can say, even though I left the corporate world, I still lived in the old paradigm. I was still stuck in the old paradigm. I was still create, even though I was out of, let's say the corporate world, I had still created the world that was hustle. That was hard work. That was a a need to effort an incredible amount and exert an incredible amount of my precious energy in order to feel worthy of receiving financial compensation for that. So that is the old paradigm. And the new one that I have shifted into in the past few years has just been one of ease and relaxed receptivity in the way that I now just honor my energy When I feel aligned to create content, I create content and I allow it to be full of ease as in, in my mind, I don't make myself wrong. If I don't feel like I want, you know, maybe in 
the agenda I had, okay, record a couple podcasts this day. If I wake up and I don't feel like it, it's no longer that old paradigm of forcing myself to complete things. It's intending for the energy of flow and honoring when I feel called to show up. And personally in my business now, so shifting to the new paradigm where I've been, I would say probably, you know, it, it took me a little while to shift and fully understand what I was doing with my energy. But in the last year I've been here and I'm generating more income than I've ever generated, working less than I've ever worked. And not to mention, I used to have a lot of conditions there where I had to show up with my face online all the time. I had to show up on YouTube all the time. I was creating two to three YouTube videos a week. And I was consistently showing up on my Instagram stories, like with my face. And I realized like, I just don't feel aligned in showing up that way anymore. I'll show up that way, like in courses, programs for my clients and things like that. But it's actually not sustainable for my energy. So the new paradigm is one where I feel in complete alignment and ease with showing up for my work in the world. And I am worthy of receiving for that. So we've got the old paradigm, the world, right? That even though I left the corporate world, I still took that world with me for a while, that old paradigm world, until I started to transform it and really see it for what it was and create my new world, the new paradigm. Because they're, they're, all paradigms exist, right? All worlds are all, all opportunities of the lens of which you desire to see the world. They all exist. And you as a conscious creator have the opportunity to choose always a new paradigm. And the new paradigm that Lo and I are speaking into is one of ease and relaxed receptivity in any area, right? So the ability to trust yourself, to lean back, receive, and let it all be easy. What else would you say about that, Lo? I think that... um what it comes down to, and and you touched on this is basically like the paradigm that you're living in on any given topic is the construct of rules that you have around what you have to do in order to have what you want. And though touched on a lot of like the physical action taking, um, that we inherit around, like, you know, working really hard. And if you're an entrepreneur showing up constantly, having it be, it's like, it has to be hard. It has to be complicated. There's so many rules around like the algorithm and consistency and, you know, marketing must do's and all of that kind of stuff. For me, um, the rules I had around success, many of them were action oriented, but many more of them for me personally were energetic. It was like, I put a lot of pressure on myself. It's so funny because I didn't have these, um, I didn't have a lot of these conditions until after my business really took off. And it was like, it, I was, I was scaling from like 10 to 20 K months. And that's when I started adopting conditions around being in a certain energy and a certain level of like, just such determination, power, confidence, unattachment. Um, I really put these conditions and rules on myself and my success and my ability to make money that in the end really did not serve me because they weren't things that I could uphold. Um, and so the old paradigm was one of just like constantly living in my head, um, requiring myself to like have very little doubt. It's not that I didn't allow myself to have any doubt, but I like, really, really created these conditions. And, uh, they showed up for me also in dating. It was actually very similar. 
where I needed to be unattached. or couldn't be like too available to someone. I couldn't have, like, it didn't even feel safe to me to have real feelings for someone. Like that was the paradigm within which I was living and existing. So I was trying to, the condition I was trying to meet within dating and relationships was trying to get to this place where I was like, so confident, so healed. I never had anxiety. I never had like, you know, any kind of doubt about it. Like I was just completely unattached, which is ridiculous. The idea of having a relationship where there's no attachment, like it's okay to be attached to your person. Um, and that was the condition that I was trying to meet for myself. And I tried and I tried and I tried and I worked with coaches and I did all kinds of like journaling work and, um, it just, it, none of it ever got me closer to what I wanted. And when I would meet someone and start dating that condition of you have to be in this energy in order to be desirable to someone, which was so real in my mind meant that as soon as I started liking the person, I would have anxiety. And then I would make that anxiety mean that I was, he was going to leave. He wasn't going to be interested anymore. And it was like, I just had so many false limiting beliefs that I had inherited from books and stuff about, you know, men wanting the woman that they kind of had to chase. And like, so it just, in my mind was very unsafe to be vulnerable and when I would meet someone, it wouldn't stick around because my story was that as soon as I shifted my energy from that, like perfect way of being that I was going to, you know, lose this other person. <laughs> so it was hard. It was unsuccessful. I went years and years without having anything close to what it is that I wanted. And it was not in becoming anyone different that I created easeful receiving in that area of my life. Um, and now in my business, it was an undoing of the belief that I had to be something that I wasn't in order to have what I wanted. Right. So like our program imperfect and prosperous is not about you becoming somebody else. It's about letting go of the idea that you need to. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And taking a, a very clear look on what all those conditions are. Like if it's like a math equation, it's like, what are you determining that like you plus blank equals receiving. It's like taking out the blank and just being yourself and letting that be enough to receive. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we just invite you to look at what are on any given topic, like use an area of your life where you desire to create something very different for yourself. What are the conditions that you or the rules that you have around what it's going to take, what you need to do, who you need to be, how you need to think, feel, and act in order to be worthy of what it is that you desire in order for that to actually be able to manifest, right? If you're uh, listening, we're going to put this on the podcast uh, podcast afterwards. So, you know, just take a second to think about this for yourself, but that is the old paradigm. The new paradigm is simply one where you're letting that go and you're letting it be easy. And this is something that is integrated. It's not just like a decision because your nervous system and your body and your brain are latching onto these rules because it actually associates them as being familiar and therefore safe, even though they're not serving you at all. We keep ourselves unconsciously stuck in patterns and beliefs that don't serve us because it's what's familiar. It's what the whole world believes, right? or it's at least what you've believed for a really long time or people around you have, have believed. And so letting go of it is actually quite scary and, uh, you know, can really take something. And that's why we're creating this eight week portal to integrate, to allow for this new easeful way of being, which 
is not, it doesn't come naturally. It feels right. Like when you think about letting things be easy in my mind, that feels so right. I'm like, I meant to be here and exist and enjoy my life and have everything that I need and want. Like that feels so right in my soul, in my brain. It's like, no, that's not the world that we live in. You have to work hard and you work for 40 years to be able to afford retirement. And you're always going to be struggling. And like, it's, it's, it's lazy to not be working 10 hours a day and then be super busy. Like we're so inundated with, as Zoe was saying, this employee mindset and just the struggle, right? We have inherited a program that says life is a struggle and it's many different struggles. And if it's not a struggle, something's wrong. You're not working hard enough. You don't deserve to have what you want. Like there's a lot to undo here. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. And not to mention just like since we are younger, like think about it, the world that we're born into, we've got so much that we've inherited through our parents and observing our parents and the paradigm and the world that they grew up in and how that affects us, but also the marketing that's around us. Like you need to buy XYZ products in order to look a certain way and then be desirable by a a mate, right? Be desirable by, um, you know, whoever you're interested in. And it's like these things, like, even if you're like, you know, I don't, I'm not going to buy the crest white strips or whatever, it's still everywhere. So the, how we've grown up, we've been consistently fed all different types of messages, whether we wanted to accept those messages or not, if they were, we're looking at them when we're on the subway, things like that, they're getting programmed into our subconscious mind our minds are our bodies. So exactly what Lo is saying, it's like, we've got work to do. We're untangling programs and belief systems. And in doing that, we have to release what has been stored in the body automatically or subconsciously. Because as much as like we can lean into the idea, and I would always like to come back to is truth is light and lies are heavy. When you think about the idea of the new paradigm in whatever area of life you want ease, like let's say you want ease in your business and allowing in clients, allowing in financial flow, that feels good. Like that has like a, Ooh, I like that idea. Right. Because that's truth. The heaviness is the struggle, the belief you need to struggle. Like when you think about all, like, it'll always be this way. I'm always going to have to hustle. I'm going to need to put in my time. Like when you start to think those types of thoughts or lean into that paradigm, it's a very contracting energy and it literally feels heavy in your body. It feels heavy because it's not true. It's not the truth of who you are. And you guys have probably heard Lo and I say many times, you know, abundance is your birthright. Your worth is by birth. That feels like your truth because that is your truth. And it's a matter of undoing, untangling all this programming conditioning that is not yours right? It's, it's a construct of the world that you were born into, right? Whether you wanted those types of programs or not, we're all these little sponges when we're younger, as, as we're developing our subconscious minds are continuously looking for information to understand our external reality. And in that, in that process of collecting all of the information, we collected a lot of things that actually don't feel good to us, that don't serve us and that haven't served us. So we have, if we want ease, we have a responsibility to do the untangling and then condition the body to trust that there is another way. 
Yeah. And uh, one of the things you touched on there was like, you know, marketing and crest white strips, like from day one, we are taught that we have what, like our worth is based on how we look and what we have and you know, how much we earn and what we do. It's we're taught that who we are is our external circumstances. And so like this, you know, is really something that takes it, it takes a determination to undo because it's so ingrained. And if you're in this world, it's likely that you've already, you know, been in that, this kind of work. Um, but there are definitely layers to it. And so the new paradigm that we're talking about, so already touched on it, but it's one where when it comes at least to manifestation, it's one where you set an intention and then it comes <laughs> like that's yeah. kind of it. It doesn't even really need a lot of explaining. You set an intention, you are regulated to a point where you're not reacting to conditions outside of you. This for me has been so huge in business. And it's, I've been doing this work specifically since like, like earlier on this year, or uh, maybe like February or March. Um, in that time, I've like manifested the relationship that I wanted actually have that happened quite quickly, but in continuing this work now, what's starting to happen for me and has over the last couple of months is like external circumstances in my business don't have power over my mind. And they used to be like, I was so, I was so dependent on engagement on, you know, how many people were watching a live stream that I was doing. I looked at the numbers and then would feel totally triggered. And if I felt like I wasn't being seen, I would make that mean that people weren't going to sign up and I wasn't going to hit my money goal or make money altogether. Right. And so I was just like, I was so, I was so reliant on the algorithm, you know, putting my stuff out in front of people. I made everything mean on like a nervous system level that I was being rejected and I was, it was involuntary. And so I, for a few years managed to control all of that enough that I could feel like I was being seen, like I was being chosen, that I was being desired and my work was desired by people. And because I could control all of those conditions, I let it, you know, I, I gave myself permission to let money in for a while. And, but it was like, I, I remember saying to a coach of mine at the time, like when I finish a launch, I'm emotionally exhausted because I've been like trying to think my way out of stress responses the entire time. And my income always felt capped. I had so many launches that could have, you know, like exceeded the, the, um, six figure mark, no problem. Like I had the audience for it. I had the offer for it. I had the testimonials for it. I had the strategy, like it was all there, but I didn't have the capacity to stay open to receiving that long enough to actually let it in because I would perceive something as me being rejected. That would trigger old trauma in my nervous system. And I would just completely close off. And oftentimes I would close off for a few days and then I'd kind of you know, take a step back and be able to open myself up again. But it was this like constant back and forth and reliance on things going a certain way externally so that I could feel safe and actually letting in what it is that I wanted. Right. And so I'm at this point now, and I know Zoe, you're integrating this within um, like romantic relationships where I feel like I have the power to choose my thoughts completely regardless of what's going on in my business. And that feels so incredibly freeing. Like I get to make money because I get to make money and it doesn't matter 
like if anybody's engaging with anything, it's completely irrelevant. (laughs) My money mindset and my point of attraction, if you will, around money is what it is. And it's not subject to what's going on in my business. They're actually separate in my mind. Right. But that's taken the work that we're doing inside of IAP. It's, it's taken, you know, I mean, for a while I was kind of stumbling around in the dark. I didn't 100% know what this work was that I was doing. And I think that was a big part of it. Um, but like our quantum creators content, it's something that continues to integrate and it just becomes this identity. And now I feel like I have this foundation in my business where I can hold a vision of, you know, much, much more money and not be subject to anything actually happening in my external reality. Whereas before it was involuntary, I would just spiral into whatever it was that was going on. And it would completely take me out of that vision and that energy. And I had no chance at holding space for what it is that I wanted. Yeah. Those of you who are QC squared alumni, or at least just like listen to the low and Zoe show have probably most likely heard of us talk about the bridge of incidents. So that's when you set an intention for a manifestation and then events are going to start unfolding. And it is quite common for those events to, to look like, right. Or be perceived that your manifestation is further away from you than let's say right around the corner from you. And that's just because source is preparing you, right? Everything that you're desiring to create, especially like a quantum leap, that's going to require a different version of you. So there's going to be work, right? To do in order to become that version of you who receives that, right? There's going to be certain events that need to happen to occur. There's a divine orchestration and there might be things for you to look at and integrate to like be able to hold the quantum leap, right? And especially like there's something to be said about the hold because Lo and I have both had the experience where we've quantum created no problem, a quantum leap, right? Where the bridge of incidents wasn't too triggering to us that quantum leap came in, but guess what? That quantum leap left, like, let's say a big sum of money came in and then all of a sudden the money is spent and gone. And it's like, okay, well, I got to create to make the money again versus doing this work that we're speaking about in imperfect and prosperous of like creating a foundational shift in your identity so that money just is money just flows. And those of you who are entrepreneurs, I I can guarantee that you've probably identified. There are so many ways in which you struggle with the, how, how is this money going to come in? Right. And yes, you can have like, you know, different programs and courses and things like that. But if you just really solidify, like imagine really solidifying that belief that like money just flows to you. Like I can tell you guys, like money just flows to me in all sorts of different ways, unpredictable each month. But what remains is my energetic minimum. That is my foundational identity of money is not something like, like the, the people of the internet are not my source for money, right? Money flows through them to me. If I've got a trusted, integrated relationship in my body with finances, I know that and trust that the money that I need to support the life that I have and the life that I have created will flow to me, right? There's nothing that I have to do or to do more of or to effort in order to receive. Source works through me and I receive money through various channels and outlets. And it just is, right? There's no conditions there of I need to do more 
in order to make more money. No, I actually just need to condition the body, release anything in the way, right? So condition a new way of being throughout my body, release any conditions mentally or that have been in the subconscious that are inhibiting that desire of more finances to make their way to me. And then it just is. It just is. And it just is easy. And it is trusting. Yeah. Um, and I think this perfectly leads into where we're going next, which is we have two steps for you guys in terms of unlocking the paradigm of easeful receiving, which is the tagline of this masterclass. Um, and step one is first and foremost, understanding that you have conditions. And I think it's really important for people to establish that the conditions aren't real. There isn't actually things that you are required to, you know, there isn't actually conditions you are required to meet in order to have what it is that you want. It's the story that you have to meet them before it can come. Right. So it's like, we're not letting it we're not believing that it can be here now because we haven't met those conditions yet. And usually those conditions are like impossible things or, or we can meet them for like a few days. Um, last year, like I really, I, cause I had all these conditions that I could no longer meet. Um, I, you know, experienced a dip in my income that I've been quite open about. And, and, uh, I spent so much time trying to get back to a place of meeting those conditions rather than realizing that they were conditions altogether. Like (laughs) I can't tell you the freedom that came with realizing I didn't have to meet the conditions. Like I, like for months and months and months, it was like, I just got to get back to that place where I feel like this about money and about my business. And I got to get into this like empowered mindset again and feel super confident. And the reality was, is that I had changed, right? It's not that I wasn't empowered and confident, but I had a different way of being about me than I did pre-pandemic. Pre-pandemic, I was a bit like, you know, like high energy Lauren and like doing all these fun things and da, 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 da. And, you know, it was like a younger version of myself. Now it's not that I'm not those things, but I'm grounded. I'm calmer. I don't feel the need to be super excited about everything all the time. You know, <laughs> like I just want to like, I just want simplicity. I just want, um, it to like, I just want to chill, to be honest. <laughs> feel like my mid thirties. I'm like, I just want to freaking chill. Like, but in my mind, chilling did not equal money, even Mm -hmm. though it's funny is like, it's actually ease. It's actually relaxation that brings things in. But anyway, so I spent months and months trying to meet conditions that I was no longer capable of, or even wanting to meet anymore. And that kept me from what I knew myself to be possible or capable of in terms of, uh, making money. So it's really important to look at what are these rules that you're placing around what it is that you want and realizing they are not true, except that we make it true in our mind, right? You can have whatever it is that you want without meeting any of those conditions. If you let yourself believe that that's possible. Yeah. But in doing that, you have to shine a light on what is there, right? What are those conditions? Uh, Lo and I just recently did an episode on the Lo and Zo show where she coached me as I've been on the edge of like the easeful paradigm of dating, right? And we took a look at like what what's in the way for me, and what has been in the way for in the way for me is that like I've always thought that I have to be a next level version, like a version of myself, in order to be able to hold a relationship. And what's under those conditions is like, you know, it's not the right time yet, or I'm not healed enough yet. And a lot of that comes from just my own ideas 
that stemmed from childhood about what is acceptable um, for me to feel emotionally, right? And what is like acceptable to feel in front of another, especially men, right? And so there was, there has been conditions that I'm presently working through to allow myself to accept my imperfections, to accept my emotional way of being and create the world that that's actually romantic and charming and enchanting and feminine and adorable. And someone's going to love that, you know, but like both paradigms exist because I could continue choosing the paradigm and creating that world that like, it's just not the right time yet. And then, you know what, then I'm 60 years old and, and, you know, it's, you know, no one's there and I've missed out on something that I like desired on my heart because I've been suppressing that because I haven't been willing to look, but I'm looking now. Right. And with that, I just want to say, it's like, it doesn't matter where you're at, how old you are. It's like these shifts can happen so incredibly quickly. Like Lo said, Lo's like, yeah, I just started doing this work earlier this year. And now she's with her soulmate. Like, you know, it's just like, be open to miracles happening, but you have to be willing to look, to bring awareness to those things that are in the way that might feel uncomfortable for a little bit. But once you shine a light on them, you're like, oh, that's what's there. Okay. Like I, I'm willing to create a new world for myself. I'm willing to create ease in a place that's felt resistance filled. And what's interesting, like what those said there basically was that you're requiring yourself not to have emotions in the most emotionally vulnerable area of your life. How's that going? Yeah. Like it has not been going. It's been cricket. <laughs> like good. it's been like, like crickets, like cicadas even like it's been loud crickets. <laughs> right. And I had the same thing going on. It was like, I can't be emotional and be loved. Like it's <laughs> yeah ridiculous, but that was so real in my mind. And, uh, and I can't be in my business, I can't not have it all figured out and be desirable to clients, which is so funny now because the clients that I attract, um, are the ones that like, they're like, I just resonate so much with your realness and your story. And it makes me feel like I don't have to be perfect to be prosperous. Right. And so it really is a paradigm shift. That's so freeing because, and we talked about this in our last episode, Zoe really has this, you really embody this paradigm within your business already. Um, which is just, you only have to be Zoe to be worthy of what you want. And that is available in any area. And it's, it's the way of being and the belief system that allows it all in and allows it to stay with ease, right? You don't have to worry about not being able to serve clients or not being able to attract clients because it's just something that's a done deal for you. If you want it, you just set the intention and then it just comes right. And actually maybe you can share with us. So given that that for you is an area where you, where, sorry, you are very regulated and you are allowing yourself to be imperfect and prosperous. When you set an intention for say a new client, what is your process there? Do you like visualize it for a like certain amount of time? Do you, or is it just kind of like, I just, it just is. It just is. (laughs) Yeah. It just is. It, It really just is you guys. And like, you know, I can think, I, I know what it feels like energetically, um, well, naturally always awareness and clarity, like the awareness and the clarity of like, okay, I would like two more one-on-one clients. Let's say, do I have space for that? 
right? Energetically tuning in. Yes, I have space for that. Okay, it's it almost feels like I energetically open up for my heart space and intend, okay, I've got space for two more soulmate clients and then, you know, universe delivers them to my inbox or through my form on my website or through Instagram and it just is. It's always happened very effortless and easily. And maybe you guys can sort of like relate to this in, in like any of those manifestations where you've just been like, hey, I, you know, you just set the intention of like, it would be nice to get us out on a date next week or get a coffee. Or like, for example, my my parents are coming to visit. They arrived to Bali tonight and it's it's harder to get scooters, like good scooters on the island right now because there's so many tourists that have just arrived back. And I was like, I'm going to get them two scooters. I knew exactly which scooters I wanted to get them. And I just like literally set the intention. And my scooter guy was like, oh, all the scooters are taken. And I was like, I literally set the intention by the day that my parents arrive, I will have, I will have an NMAX and I will have a PCX. Guess what's being delivered tomorrow morning at 9am an NMAX and a PCX. And I didn't have to do any, I didn't know, I didn't go to the quantum about it. I was just like, I get what I need especially when it comes to my family, like when it's the people that I love, they, I, I set the intention, everybody gets, everybody wins. Right. So there's like, think about a time in your life or maybe something recently where you set an intention and it was just like, you just knew that you were going to have it because you get what you desire in that area of life. You don't have conditions in that area of, of life. And it's about transferring that way of being and that belief system into the area where you have not yet created the ease that you desire. And that comes to our step two in unlocking this paradigm. And that is really understanding the real source of resistance, which is a subconscious or unconscious need to control. And I think that a lot of times people don't recognize resistance as wanting to control, or they don't resonate with the idea of having any kind of control stuff going on underneath. But if you are someone that sets an intention for something, and then as it's unfolding, you're wanting it to look different, that's control, right? Mm -hmm. If you are wanting, if you're dating and you're wanting him or her to reach out more often than they are, that's control right? If you are in a launch and you don't have the signups that you want by a certain date, that's control, a desire to control. And there's nothing wrong with this. It's about bringing awareness to what's actually going on there because we control out of a desire, an unconscious desire, not just desire, actually it's a, it's a, you know, instinctual need to feel safe. It's in the nervous system. And so there are a lot of reasons as to why we feel the need to control things externally for safety. And when I say safety, most of the time that safety is emotional safety, right? We think like, well, of course I'm safe. I'm like sitting in my apartment right now, but are you safe from the possibility of rejection? Are you safe from the possibility of not having your needs met, you know, next month financially? Are you safe from the possibility of, you know, whatever it is, it's where we are looking for external circumstances to shift so that we get to feel safe. And I had, um, I can't remember if I talked about this already, cause I think I mentioned it in a different live stream, but I had a former client of mine reach out and, um, she's doing this work around relationships and she has past trauma and that's where her triggers come from. 
And that's always what it is for us. And it's, it's in the body. It's unconscious. Right. Um, and she's dating someone new and, and it's like causing her to spiral into, you know, like certain things that were going on or not going on, just things that weren't happening were causing her to just like get so in her head, so stuck in her past trauma, so in fight or flight. And she said, I just really, I wish that we had plans set for this weekend because then I wouldn't be worried so much about this. And I said, like, there's no problem desiring to have plans with someone that you like, but if you need that in order to feel safe, you're never going to feel free. You're always going to need to control something about how things are going with this person so that you feel like you can just show up as yourself. Right. And it's okay to have stress responses as a human being, but we don't want them to like, they, they can have such profound control over our bodies and our brains that we lose all capability of choosing our thoughts of just being ourselves of trusting. We're constantly in fear. Like that was how, and this was the paradigm I used to be in with dating. That was how subject she was to losing complete control over her way of being and losing herself really is just that they didn't have plans, you know, a few days in advance. And that was enough to make her question everything. And I kept saying to her, like, like now she gets it, she's doing this work. Um, but yeah, it's like anywhere where we're wanting things to look a certain way. It's about understanding that we're desiring to control it because our nervous system doesn't feel safe. Right. And when you understand that you have that awareness, now you get to go to work on the actual source of your fear, of your doubt, of your resistance, which is a lack of safety, right? Yeah. You get to go to the root so that you no yes. longer get activated in your system when things happen. Like I'll give you some simple ideas that I think maybe some of you can relate to. It's like, if you get a message from a certain person on your phone, maybe you get like lit up right? Or like triggered in some way, right? Could, it could be excitement trigger. It could be like a nervousness trigger. It could be like an, oh no, right? Let's say your boss, you get an email that shows up and it's from your boss. And like, how does that make you feel like in your body, right? It can be these micro moments, but they hold such gateways for us to really understand of like, well, what's underneath that? Am I feeling insecure about my, my job security? okay, well, safety, right? And so it's like in really understanding and desiring to connect with the body to show you the way of where you're not free. Because as always, and as human beings, we always desire more freedom. But until we do the internal work, we cannot receive the reflection of that on the external reality. So think about your body, think about your nervous system. If you could go to work, on these triggers and on these systems and go to the root, go to the core, go to the source, allow yourself to truly feel safe in your body and in your being, that's freedom. And that freedom will manifest in the external reality in completely new forms. And that it's, it's a completely new world. It's a completely new paradigm. When you allow yourself the, to do this work and you trust yourself to do this work, you know how to do this work. It's like, you really see that it, it really just is a matter of applying the work to the different areas or to the places that you're experiencing triggers in the nervous system or resistance and deciding it all gets to be easy. And I'm not afraid to look, I'm not afraid to do the work. Uh, and so much of the time people are approaching everything from 
their brain, right? I just need to think differently. So this client of mine was trying to think her way out or logic or reason her way out of this stress response. And I said, you don't have control over your thoughts right now. Um, and you're not going to until you address this within the body. And I think, you know, that piece of awareness for me was so fundamental when I started understanding this was never a game of the mind. It was a game of the body. And then understanding that we, and Dr. Joe says, you can only think as great as the body feels. So in other words, your body is Zoe says that your body sponsors thoughts. And especially if you're in any kind of stress response and a stress response can be all consuming and it can be very, um, sort of minor, like it's just like this nagging feeling of anxiety and sort of a, you know, slight frustration about how things are both are your body trying to find safety, right? But you, when you are in a stress response, part of what the body does is mobilize any and all available systems in order to either flee from that perceived threat or fight it. And one of those systems is the brain, right? So the, what happens is your body gets pumped full of all these emotions or sorry, all these hormones, rather survival hormones, and your brain becomes fixated on that worst case scenario, completely involuntary for you. Um, so that you have the best chance in fighting it. And I know it sounds maybe silly to be like, I don't need to fight or flee from this launch that I'm doing in my business or this text that this person sent me, but the nervous system doesn't know the difference between an emotional threat and a physical one. So it is treating that potential emotional threat of say, maybe you're being rejected or you think you might be rejected. It's treating that as if you're being chased by a lion potentially, right? That's how it used to feel to me. Um, if I felt like I was being rejected in dating, especially, but, um, in, uh, within my business, it, I felt totally paralyzed by it. And I felt like, just so vulnerable. It was like this, like skin crawling anxiety that I didn't know how to get out of. And I would try and think my way out and I would tell a different story and I would affirm things and it would maybe help for a half an hour. And then I would just be right back there because my body was still stuck in the stress response. It was still experiencing the survival hormones that were meant to keep me safe from that possible threat. And so once I started approaching it from a body perspective, I regained control over my thoughts and this is something that I've been practicing now for a while. And I'm at the point where it's like, there's just so much ease in, you know, it's not that it's not that things don't come up. It's that I don't react to them the way that I used to, or if I do it for like a couple of minutes and then I just switch back into the safety program. Right. Um, it's so freeing, but then it's also like, I can be at any point during a launch and it's not, it doesn't mean, none of it means anything. And I can continue, I can keep myself open now in a way that I never could before. Um, and yeah, it's just like, it's what I want for everyone and clients of mine that have been doing this work, say it's the most life-changing work that they've ever done because they are, um, they're not reacting to things anymore. They don't need to try and control things. They're setting an intention and then they're just in such trust and flow that it's happening. Yeah. Yeah. So think about that. You guys, who would you be if you set an intention and you trusted and you just flowed with it, you could enjoy your life, right? You could savor your life so much more in the everyday, right? Back to the bridge of incidents, this series of events that happen before that quantum leap to leap arise, you'll feel safe. You'll feel trusting and the quality of life 
that you experience before the quantum leap arrives, like that's your life, right? Like this is your life. How do you want to feel? How do you want to feel about that in the everyday? Relaxed and open to receive so that you can enjoy your experience. You can be in the present moment and you can trust that like you don't need to effort now in order to pay the bills or make things happen for yourself. Imagine the world where it just is, right? Or you don't have to effort to keep up certain facades or masks in the workplace or in dating, right? Imagine if it just was, like how much more fun could you have? How much more of an expressive experience of who you truly are could be possible for you? How much more aligned would you feel in your everyday? And naturally when you are living in that alignment, when you are in relaxed receptivity, you're an absolute magnet for all good things because the universe is just like, she's got it. She knows that her worth is by birth. Like let's, let's send some gifts. Let's send some magic, some opportunities. Let's just light it up for the ones who decide that they know who they are. Yeah. Creation then or manifesting then becomes about creation because like just for the sake of it, it's fun where most people and certainly Zoe and I've done this for a long time are trying to manifest or create from is a, a lack of safety is fundamentally a place of scarcity where again, it's like, we're trying to, we're, we're trying to manifest from a place of avoidance, a place of, I don't want to look at what's actually behind this. I don't want to maybe feel that, like I would try and control, you know, how a launch was going, because if no one signed up or one person signed up, I didn't want to face how that felt for me. Right. We're trying to manifest a relationship that has us never feel vulnerable, never feel insecure. And it's like, we can't be truly manifesting the abundance that's available to us from a place of avoidance, which is a lack of safety in the not having of whatever it is. Right. And so this is where control then comes in because fundamentally we're creating from lack, right? We're trying to get to abundance from a place of unconscious lack. And we don't even know that we're doing it. We're like, yeah, I want, how many, how many people set money goals? I, when I started my business, there was so much proving energy behind, like, I'm just going to make a million dollars. And I didn't, I wasn't even quite aware of that at the time. I also of course wanted freedom and I had a lot of desire behind this business, but there was a lot of unhealed trauma from past experiences that had left me feeling like I wasn't enough. And you know what I should do? I should prove to everyone that ever blah, 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 things I don't even care about anymore <laughs> to prove that, you know, look at what I did, look at how I ended up, um, you know, doing the impossible, so to speak. And guess what? Not only did that not work, but oftentimes it was just so, it was, it was so much pushing energy that I couldn't maintain once the manifestation did show up, um, of money in this case. But, uh, yeah, it's like, we're, we have to heal within ourselves. And this is about the nervous system. And when I say heal, I don't mean fix. I mean, understanding that our body right now. So especially after the last few years, we're all walking around with, you know, in survival mode, we have to heal our bodies from that survival mode so that we can set intentions and create from this place of freedom from ease and from unattachment because we're safe with or without the manifestation, right? doesn't mean anything about us. Yeah. And those of you who have been in the manifestation game for quite some time, like, you know, back when the secret came out and watched that and everything, 
I bet you really noticed that manifestation works differently now. The law of attraction does not actually work the same way anymore. And that's because we're called, we're literally called as human beings, we're called, and this is going to get esoteric for a second, but we're called into an entirely new way of being, right? And that's why this subject matter about easeful receiving, like it's resonating with you for a reason. It's because you came here to do that. You came here to, to undo the programming, the conditioning that hasn't been working, right? And release the things that aren't serving you all these conditions in order to just operate in your gifts and receive the abundance that is yours, that is your birthright, just by being exactly who you are and honoring what you feel called to do. Because that's what this world needs. The world needs you operating in your gifts for this world to turn into a better place. The world doesn't need you hustling at an office, like slaving away your life. Like that's not what makes this world a better place. That's what feeds the machine. That's running people down, right? When you're operating in your gifts and doing what you feel called to do, you have sustainable flowing life force energy that's just it's yours it's abundant it's it's opportunistic it's visionary it's built it's like creating and building and flowing and it just feels so good and you want to be there right when you're at the office and you're slaving away and you know I'm speaking into that paradigm or whatever world that looks like for you where you're you're hard at work right you're pushing yourself up against a wall how does that actually energetic serve you or serve anyone else? It doesn't. You're meant to be free. You're meant to be experiencing life the way that you feel called to experience it and that you feel called to share, uninhibited, free, and easeful. Yeah, and there's just like this, this trust that happens, you know, when you're not needing to control things when you're not no longer prescribed to that old paradigm. Um, and the work that we're doing inside of IAP is about one, changing the belief systems, like actually shifting into the paradigm that says it can be easy and abundant AF. In fact, the two go together hand in hand. Um, so we're, we're undoing the belief systems there. And then we're doing this integrated, uh, integrative work to release that unconscious need to control, to release those, those patterns of stress responses that keep you stuck in needing to control, keep you stuck in resistance. Um, and we're going to be specifically speaking to each of the areas that we talk about. And also, oh, I remember what I was going to say, uh, sorry, each of the areas that we talk about in terms of like love, life, finances, and what this looks like in each of those areas. Um, but one of the questions that I get all the time is about imposter syndrome. Uh, it comes up all the time. Imposter syndrome and perfectionism are as a business coach. I mean, I think it comes up for all of us, regardless of what it is that you're creating for yourself in what area, but as a business coach, I think this comes up more than anything else, imposter syndrome and perfectionism. And both of those are about control, right? Imposter syndrome says, I need to control how people see me um, so that I can feel like I belong here, so that I can feel like I actually have things to say and, 
am worthy of people wanting to work with me or, you know, I think imposter syndrome especially comes up for entrepreneurs. Perfectionism is the same thing, right? I have to control how it is that people see me in order to feel like I'm safe. Um, everything has to be perfect because if it's not perfect, I'm exposed, I'm vulnerable. It's not safe, right? When you do this work, I'm in this place now in my business where it's like, Imposter syndrome is such a man-made construct that it's like, I am called into this work from a very spiritual divine place. And I can just trust that what I feel called to do is so much more than enough in the eyes of like the universe, if you will, like there's no imposter syndrome because there's nothing more I would need to be to share what's on my heart. And I get to be abundantly compensated just for doing that. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and so where I used to kind of approach imposter syndrome from a very sort of human place of changing my self-talk and that I think really holds, um, a lot of value as well. Now it's just like, I'm just past that point in my nervous system where I feel like I'm supposed to be somebody else. Like it doesn't even make sense to me, but the same thing with perfectionism. A lot of the time people ask me, um, how do you have collaborations with friends of yours? Like, how does that work for you in your business. And I freaking love it. It's my favorite part of my business because I've learned to release control, right? I don't feel a need. I completely trust that what Zoe feels called to do and say within our containers or our, um, launches or whatever is exactly what people are needing. It's exactly what like, she felt called to say that for a reason. Same with my own live streams. I don't really try and control too much of what it is that I need to say, because there's just an inherent trust that comes when you find safety in allowing things to be exactly as they are. It's like, it all gets to lead you to where you desire because you're not reacting to anything. And that to me, it's like, you hear all the time, all this manifestation rhetoric of like, just trust the process. Right. But if you have a nervous system that is going to react to every last thing, you have no capacity to trust. You're not programmed for that. Right. It's like, and that's, I, I can't stand when, when you hear people talking about, you know, just have faith. The universe has your back. Well, if you have a history that has taught you that the universe doesn't have your back, someone just saying that to you is such emotional bypassing. We actually have to do the body work for you to move into the paradigm where that is actually true for you and you feel safe in trusting. Right. And so, yeah, it's just, to me, it just all comes back. Once you start integrating safety, you no longer need to control the external circumstances of things in order to feel a certain way. You don't react to circumstances as they're unfolding and make the mean things because they don't, you get to hold the vibe of what it is that you desire. And you get to believe that you just being yourself is worthy of everything that you want. And then when that's your only condition, you get to keep it forever, right? You get to keep the money that comes just for you being yourself. You get to keep the love that comes just for you being yourself. If you manifest love from a place of perfectionism, it's not going to stick around because you can't be perfect. If you manifest success in your business from a place of meeting all of these conditions, the success isn't going to stick around because life happens and you can't continuously control all of those conditions. And you see this, this is what burnout is for so many entrepreneurs is they are keeping a million and one plates spinning in the air, praying that one of them doesn't fall because if it does, it'll take the rest of it down, take everything else down with it. Whereas when we don't feel the need to control things because we need to feel safe, the universe does all that work for you and you get to just sit back and relax and receive. <laughs> Yes. 
Yes. And um, yeah, I feel called to share like the, a, a way that I showed up in dating and control, just like Lois speaking, like this control, it can be so subconscious and so sneaky, but it is a huge energy drain, right? So in, in past ways of being in dating, it, I used to try to like manifest a text from someone, right? Imagine going about a dating experience where you're, you're literally manifesting text by text by text, yeah. right? Trying to control the words that you're receiving on the other end. What if you just learn to give that to yourself and feel safe in that, right? Like how, like if we think about the energy drain, like we are such potent and powerful human beings, right? We don't have to be like, do it. There, there exists a world where you're not needing to control things, yeah. right? Where you just feel safe in yourself and you, you trust the natural flow, right? Again, the bridge of incidents is not a thing that is an emotional roller coaster. If you can get to this place of ease, peace, and calm in the body, you can then create so much faster and almost instant results because it's from that baseline of neutrality where it's not like, oh my God, I set an intention. Like, here we go. Like roller coaster. <laughs> it's like, once you actually do this work, right? You don't, it, it's quite fascinating because you don't have to keep doing it. It's like, let's say you're dating someone and you were like manifesting all the texts and you're like, no, wait, I'm going to do the work now. You choose to do the work. Someone new rolls into your life. It's just flowing. You no longer, like once you go to work on these triggers in these areas, once you condition the nervous system, it's just not a thing anymore. And just like Lowe spoke into, it's now this relaxed way of being where there's, there's not a lot of hyper energy. There's not this manic manifesting happening. You're a relaxed human being. And the way, what I've kind of deemed it for myself, it's like, I used to have this ideal of who I wanted to be when I showed up in dating. And that was this confident queen, right? I even think some of the beginning episodes of Low and Zosha, we spoke about this like confident, you know, boss babe, but like, you know, that's who I thought I desired to be in dating, right? In order for it to work, that condition. And, and show up in life in order to feel like, okay, and like on top of the world. But really, I am just a very relaxed human who actually desires privacy and doesn't want to be showing up with my face online all the time. It doesn't want to be showing up in like that powerful energy. My queen energy now is me relaxing in my throne. I literally have like this, like this world that I've created that it is iconic and classy that I live a private life and make millions of dollars. Like that is like the, the paradigm that I live in right? I'm not yet a multimillionaire, but it's like, it's on its way, right? It's like, it's like that actually is aligned with who Zoe truly is, is someone who shows up just like I'm showing up right now when it's fun, when it's easy, when it's aligned. And I don't have to like, get my energy, like, you know, I don't have to be like dancing around in order to like do something like this. It's just when I feel called, I trust the energy is there. What comes out of my mouth is perfect. I don't second guess myself. I don't get off this live stream and think, fuck, like, did I say the wrong thing? I don't even know what I'm saying right now because like, I just let source flow through me. Just like Lo said, we trust each other. We trust this divine flow. And then it just is, we move on. There's no more overthinking energy. We are relaxed and calm in our ways of being because we've conditioned and regulated ourselves to do so. And then we get to relax 
in our lives and receive for that. I used to try and suppress and I'd make wrong my introverted side, which is people are always um, surprised to hear I'm an introvert. I'm such an introvert. Like I show up online, but it's for these like short bouts of time. And the rest of the time, I'm just like quietly doing my own thing and like, don't really want to talk to anyone. (laughs) um, But I used to make that part of myself wrong. And I put pressure on myself to be more of like Zoe said, like that queen boss babe energy, because I wasn't accepting that I could be all of me and have that be the reason why things really got to work in my life. And I'm so grateful now to be in this paradigm because like, I don't want to force it. I don't want to pretend to be someone that I'm not, unless it feels hundred percent authentic. Cause I do also have the side of me that's like high energy, but, um, yeah. So, and, and like what you're speaking to though, about, you know, trying to manifest texts like that is what I was talking about in terms of trying to manifest from avoidance, like avoidance of the emotions that come on the other side of not getting that attention, not getting that validation, right. And what you're going to make that mean about yourself or how that's going to lead you to feel about yourself. And so we're trying to manifest from a place of, let me just get these things over here and this validation so that I don't have to feel unwanted or rejected or not good enough or whatever. But what if you can find safety in feeling those emotions? right? Such that, and oh, and here's the other thing about it. The the paradox of it is, if you'll, I don't know if that's the right word, is that as soon as you don't need it, that's when you get it. Like when you don't need someone to show up for you in a certain way so that you get to feel safe, they want to, right? They want to shower you with affection and validation and love because you're creating a space in which they are free to do that on their own regard, not a place where you need them to do X, Y, and Z, or else you're not going to feel good, right? How much like our entire world is so flawed in how it's set up with this narrative that says, I need you or these people over here. This is more prevalent than ever. I need this whole group of people over here or this person that I'm dating or this person that I'm in a relationship with to behave in such a way that I get to feel safe, right? We're all trying to control the entire world and everything that they say and what they do and how they respond to certain situations or act towards us. And if they don't, we make them wrong because we're not meeting our own needs, right? You didn't tell me I was beautiful today. And now I feel unloved. Like, well, did you tell yourself you were beautiful? Probably not. That's why you're requiring it of somebody else. Right. And it's not a bad thing to desire these desire people to respond to you or treat you in a certain way, but everyone is a mirror. So if you're needing them to, it's, it's filled with obligation and attachment energy, and they're not going to be able to show up for you that way in the way that you require of them. And when they do, it's not going to be authentic anyways right? You're probably not even going to be able to receive it because you don't actually believe it yourself. And this is where it's like, we're just constantly looking for more security, looking for more control because we're not addressing what the actual cause, the cause of, of, you know, fearing not being wanted is not, not being wanted, (laughs) right? It's like, it's the, it's not feeling safe within your own body, within your own nervous system. So anyways, the, ironic part of it all is that as soon as Zoe doesn't need those texts from someone, she's going to get them. And we're not saying do this work so that your ego can get what it wants. We're saying that's how this works is we can't be trying to control 
the whole external world so that we can either avoid what we don't want to face or feel safe. Right. It's like, that's what we're all trying to do. We're trying to grasp all of this outer security in order to feel inner security. And it never feels like enough because it's not the source of our, of our unsafety or not feeling safe. It's within the body, within the nervous system. And so when you train your body to believe and know that it is safe, no matter what, now you get to just set intentions and let it all unfold and it's easeful and you're not grasping at anything because there isn't an external need for safety right? Or if it's there, it's like, again, we're not asking you to not be human. It's just, there's a difference. I was saying to my client, there's a difference between wanting to have plans with someone you like and desperately needing to have plans with someone that you like, because otherwise you're going to be in a pit of anxiety, (laughs) right? So there's no problem with desire, but when that desire comes from need, um, that's what we're looking at, you know, undoing on a deep somatic level so that you get to be free in calling forth what it is that you want and receiving it with ease. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Okay. So how does this new paradigm sound to you guys? How does a life of ease feel, right? Which area of your life, think about it right now, like which area of your life is calling for you to look at it, to create a whole new world for yourself. Like what would be possible? Who would you be? Who would you be without the the struggle, right? Because what this process is, is deactivating struggle and activating ease in in place of that. Um, Well, and uh, what I was going to say, sorry, there was something else. It, first of all, it feels as good as it sounds. better. Oh, I remember we're talking, we've been referring to this as a sister program for quantum creators. You don't have to have taken quantum creators to enroll in IAP, but if you have taken quantum creators, the way that these fit together is that, you know, your power as a quantum creator to observe in the quantum field, any reality you desire and have it collapse into the physical realm, right? Where that often gets, and we, we did introduce a new module in QC squared that talked very preliminarily, (laughs) A word about very preliminary concepts that we're discussing today to help introduce you guys to, you know, the nervous system work and how it relates to the bridge of incidents. Um, but this program is the sister program to QC squared because you get to like, I'm now at a place where I'm like, I'm setting these intentions. I'm, I'm observing them in the quantum field. I'm not overdoing it because I don't feel the need to. And then my whole system is just in this place of relaxation. So when I set an intention for money. I'm not like, okay, now I've got to visualize and I got to find evidence for it. And I have to affirm it a million times a day. And like, oh my God, this client reached out and I hope that they decide to sign up. Like there isn't any of that attachment. It's like, I desire money and that's it. I desire money. It's coming. That's it. Right. I'm not going to react to things in my reality. I'm not going to make them mean that it isn't happening, but all of that has happened on like a deep nervous system level and, and months and months worth of integrating. Um, and so, yeah, it's like, that's where this ease comes from. That's why quantum creators is such a powerful sister program and vice versa to IAP. Um, because you know, your power as a creator, but it's likely been your physiology that's taken you out of it within different areas of your life where perhaps you do have traumas or just, you know, stress responses to things and, and, an inability to trust the bridge of incidents because your body is trying to find safety within it and it's not working. 
Mm-hmm. And just like the safety that we've been speaking into and healing the, the nervous system so that the body is no longer like sponsoring thoughts that don't support you. It's like when, when that neutrality is there, you're not, you're not making things mean that it's not working out, but then you're at this neutral place where you get to decide that everything means that it is coming. And then you get to live in much more happiness with your life because again, there is this base of neutrality and then you get to decide everything's happening in my favor. And it feels completely different because you're not putting those beliefs over top of a void. You are creating those beliefs from like a fresh slate. And you're like, this feels good. This is how I'm going to continue to choose my life to be over and over again, because you've done the deeper healing. And when you're in that space of neutrality, it's very, very easy to rewire your brain or choose what you desire to create for yourself because the body, again, is no longer sponsoring thoughts. It is this baseline of neutrality, of peace and calm. And you get to decide, you get to consciously create much faster and much more ease-filled. All right. So, um, like we said, the price for imperfect and prosperous is going up $111 tonight at 10 PM Eastern. And, uh, yeah, this is, you know, going to be a program unlike any other, it is such impactful work. And in my experience, it takes hold for people quite quickly where they immediately start feeling more able to choose their reactions to things. They start, you know, accessing, their own thoughts in a way that they never could before because they didn't have, you know, a conscious say over what they were thinking. It was all being sponsored by the body. So, um, if you have any questions for us about IAP, reach out on Instagram or send us an email, but 10 PM price is going up. We get started together with module one of eight, uh, in on November 1st. And one thing to note is that we, because this is going over Christmas, we're taking a week off of um, IAP and then finishing it in the new year, just so there's not like things that you guys need to do over that that week. But what that does is also extend our time together. So you have more time to integrate with Zoe and I also like quantum creators. When you sign up once you sign up forever, you'll be invited to join all of our future rounds. The price of it will go up. So now is the time to you know, get in at the best price it'll ever be offered for and go on this journey with us in the months and years to come. Love you guys. Happy Thursday. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you guys so much for spending a piece of your day with us and tuning into the Low and Zo Show. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate it and share on social media. Be sure to tag us. If you're ready to transform yourself in order to transform your life and get personalized support and coaching from us while doing it, click the link below to read all about the Low and Zone membership, the Abundant Beings Club. Until next time, stay abundant.